Welcome to another episode of ReCW as we look at ECW Hardcore TV from episode 1 all the way to episode 401 and today we are looking at episode 88, don't be late, it's the final episode of 1994 so this episode would include our best of and worst of the year that was in 94. You have myself, Paul, and I'm joined, as always, by Jay and Griff on this magical journey. Boom. Also known as the best of and worst of of this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. People can work out which one's which in their own tastes. In their own time, in their own way. Some people think Griff's the best part of this podcast, and other people are right. <laughs> Griff retaliates. <laughs> I'm not a monster. Oh, so we go back to the 27th of December 1994. Good year. ECW Hardcore TV was rolling. We start off with highlights from last week of 9 on 1 attacking Santa the Claus. Um, my notes are literally like it's just terrible footage of what happened last week, which was okay footage. Yeah. So I wasn't quite sure why the footage was really kind of shit. I understand them recapping it, but it just felt like a really long sort of recap of this and then the pit bulls losing. And then obviously it went to the pit bulls, bad breed. And then we got into a pit bulls, uh, no, Jason with the pit bulls interview. But Jason mm. said about the pit bulls versus bad breed, the losing team has to split up. Yes. So he's, this feud's been going on for years. There's not, town isn't big enough for the both of them. I just, no. I just you can't of, have, you can't have them both in a position where one time in 88 episodes, they might bump into each other backstage and get in each other's faces. Well, spoiler alert, this might be my feud of the year. Ooh. It's not. It's not. But, um, I didn't say whether it's for bad or worst, uh, for good or worst. It's back in the game. Um. Yes, yeah, so I think it's a bit like, come on, Jason, this doesn't actually really affect you. And neither of these teams have really pushed for it. You've just gone, right, that's it. I've had enough of this. Whoever loses this one splits up. The Pitbulls haven't challenged it. Bad Breed haven't challenged. They've kind of been putting this Jason sort of set them up. You know? It's like me walking here and going... Right, I've enough, have enough of Tommy Dreamer versus Sandman. Next week, loser leaves ECW. And then we go, what the fuck's he got to do with you? Telling me I've got to leave ECW if I lose. I go, no, this has been going on long enough. No, if the Virgin Princess Angel had said that, then you'd think you've got a point. You've got a reason to be in this conversation. Yeah. So, um, that happened. Then we got a, um, a Pitbull's promo training montage which was them just sort of shouting with chains so the pitbull's really... training regime is whacking chains into cars 
I wrote down Pitbull doing some crack then. <laughs> I wish I'd wrote that down. <laughs> it was just really weird. I didn't know what we were being led into in the garage and then... The women? Just Pitbull. And obviously, obviously, I don't call them Pitbull 1 and Pitbull 2. Mouthy Pitbull and Skinhead Pitbull. Oh. Obviously, Mouthy just shouts and the other one just goes, Yeah, Pitbull. <laughs> yeah, Pitbull. One must um, go. <laughs> it just... I was expecting it to be a public enemy when it was kind of led into the garage. I thought, okay, here comes the weekly public enemy. They're, in, no, they're, in... they're around the corner. Oh, mate, they're, they're, they're celebrating Christmas and New Year. They're getting ready for Christmas, for New Year. Oh. We'll come to that later. Yay. See, like I said, people, at least they're acknowledged the match is happening now, so we know that one team's accepted it, right? We do. I wonder if the bad breed have anything to say about this. We'll find out. Because Gabe Sapolsky apparently is trying to get hold of them. But before then, we've got to go to the ring for some action. And what action it is too. Stevie, the body, versus JT Smith. Yep. Um, so our, our Scott Levy, Scotty the body, Johnny Polo update is that he's finished touring with Pearl Jam and he's now the head roadie of Stone Temple Pilots. Yep. Good band. Good Great band. band. And he's there with them. He is. It's unofficially official. Um, JT Smith looked fairly focused in this. He's firing a lot of shots, putting Stevie jackets on, mocking him, and kicks it into the crowd. The crowd's going mental for him being back before his knee goes again. <laughs> so, no, he's looking up. It's very good. The end of the match comes... When JT runs into the corner and Stevie hits him with a crazy super kick, killing him. Is that is that our first Stevie kick? I think so. Yeah, it must be. It felt like our first Stevie kick. Yeah, so he sort of just hit him and then, um, yeah, ended uh, the man. The, the all important one foot on the ropes for leverage, of course, made all the difference. Because it was, you see, he didn't need to do both because that was the side of his bad knee. So JT Smith couldn't get the, 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 the pressure and the push out because of that additional foot on the rope leverage. Yeah. I did love how the crowds were trying to use to suck. <laughs> but I didn't know if that was at JT Smith or not. And, and quick last minute contender for feud of the year. Seems to be, for whatever reason, Joey Styles versus Scotty the Body, Johnny Flamingo, uh, Johnny Polo, Scotty Flamingo, um, Scott Levy. For whatever reason, he hates him. I hate you. So, um, yeah, it's, it's mooching along. It's nice. It's a nice little in-the-background kind of story, which is not too crazy but it's just a little segment but you know obviously what's coming so I'm, I'm, I'm okay with this we then I'm very excited for this because I know what's coming and I've skipped ahead to see when it's coming and it's coming soon it's coming soon next year um soon then, sounds we then, we then go to Gabe Sapolsky Mr. Future Evolve yeah yeah he goes on to do some good stuff 
Um, interviews the bad breed on the hardcore phone line. Now, these hardcore phone lines. Yep. One ninety nine a minute, ninety nine cents every minute following. Yep. Why would you be phoning into these if they're telling you the stuff on the TV that's advertising that this is happening? Oh, it's exactly what I wrote. I said, bad breed on the phone line, except in the challenge. We, th- we hear them accept, so why call? So you can either phone in for $1.99 for the first minute, 99 cents for other minutes, mobile tariffs may apply. Um, or... And this is one of those kind of like, you know, money-saving hacks that you hear about. Just turn the TV up. Or do you think... No. WWE have got the recording and played it over. I know that's a massive thinking and like... No. They've got access to it. You don't... I, I don't, I don't think that... WWE why, why... would more likely run the recording so that you could dial in and pay again to hear a 25-year-old promo to find out the answer. I'd pay. Just, just ring up saying AEW sucks. <laughs> Bad breed. <laughs> or Pitbull's confirmed to go AEW. Um, yeah. yeah. No, I get it. It was weird. Like, the one before... I mean, the thing is, it shows you, like, the whole of the promo. So it's not even like they're going mental and it just sort of cuts... Mm. And you're just like, oh, what's going on? So, yeah. But I'm guessing there might be more. It could be like a $30 call. We might have Shane Douglas going about Ric Flair. (laughs) No, he's never going to say his name again. So you might have $30 worth of bad breed promo when actually they've already told you the bit you're interested in, which is, yes, we're going to wrestle. And if we break up, if we lose, we're going to break up because we, um, we, Live with our, uh, our, our things here with our um, stipulations here. It's not that Axel's going to come back as under a hood as the British bomber or something. Oh, yeah. Was, was that what they were throwing out? Yeah, oh, it's just so like it was. It was just bizarre. Um, it's crazy. And then he sort of threw out the whole that, you know, they're hardly not like cartoons, like other promotions, and if they're done, they're done. And you're just like, all right, I get it. I'm sorry. Imagine if you called up, though, and you got to listen to them. You're expecting to call up, and imagine if Taboo was on there, and he doesn't talk, when? and it's just silence I mean, for five minutes. Are you, are you calling in before the one. show? In which case, you don't know the challenge they're answering. Or are you calling in during the show in which case you're not watching the actual wrestling you're just listening to rest- people talking about the wrestling um and thank you for listening dear downloader um or are you phoning after the show where they've already told you what's happened yeah, this this bit i don't know i just don't know so i mean surely the thing would be we'll have an answer for the bad breed uh, so the bad breed are going to be on the hardcore hotline from when this program ends at 11 o'clock um, with their exclusive answer and will tell you what they said next week on this show. Yeah. 
That works. Because that way, if you're that desperate to know about it, then you phone. Yeah. If you're not, then then they tell you anyway because they need to move it on. Hmm. I'll tell you what does move on, though. Chad Austin's in the ring. No. Now, Chad Austin, I have it on good authority. I got fed up with his win-loss record, and I was asked for his reliefs so he can go and join Smoky Mountain Wrestling. Well, he's moved on from Smoky Mountain now, hasn't he? He's, he's looking at WCW. Feels like a good move. He's talking about Stupid how great thing. WCW is, and now he's going to be the third man in three years. <laughs> I don't even know what it means. Comes out the crowd. Yeah. You know who I am, but you move. don't know what I'm here. I don't know what This is an extreme match, right? Well, eventually, yeah. It is. Yeah. Which they'd never explain. And I think, apart from like the actual winning elimination, you don't really see any other eliminations. It was really weird because I couldn't keep up because at the moment there was two pit bulls came in and they were going to outnumber. I can't remember who it was, but then they cut it and the pit bulls had gone. I'm like, okay, like they obviously got eliminated. I don't know. I can't remember who it was, but I think it might be one of the bad breeds is who they're feuding with, and obviously both pit bulls were in at one time, thinking, okay, they're going to do a number on him. Then it cut. And the bad breed guy was still there, but the pit bulls had gone. Um, I just don't know why they couldn't have shown us a little bit more. I don't know. I think I would have had a lot of fun watching it all, but they just decided to. They could have just had keep on cutting. Yeah, it's the end of the year. They could have just had the whole hour just this match. We were a little bit of a spoiler because obviously Joey Styles said that the Crippler um, has now injured Ron Simmons. The crippling, wasn't it? Crippling. Isn't he the crippling Chris Benoit? Something like that. It's, it's, it's not the crippling yet. It's the crippling. Need to yeah, it's a good workshopping. But yeah, if you if you watch it, obviously for anyone at home, it's about a ten minute segment, but it's it's cut into pieces. I bet it'd be a lot of laugh if they actually showed it its entirety. But um, unfortunately, we didn't get to see that. But did I did I not say that I remembered Ron Simmons having an injured arm? You did. You did. See? Didn't realise that Chris Benoit was the culprit. Bastard. He's just not a safe wrestler. Yeah, he's... Um, Pegasus we... kid, he hurts people. Yeah, I think we'll just stick to the Pegasus kid. Um, yeah, it's basically just loads of people fighting. It's sort of an extreme Raw Rumble, but not really that extreme. Only extreme when it sort of suits it. Um, Ron like Simmons... Like Batman comes in. Yeah, Ron Simmons won eliminating both Malenko and Benoit, but then they attack him and continued crippling. Um, we then get a promo by a public enemy. Ugh. Yay. Um, just blah, crazy camera effects. Griff loves him. Griff, take it away. Just ready to celebrate like Christmas and New Year. They're ready for the clock to wind down. Just, yeah, just having a great time. Hmm. See? Perfect. Um, promo by Paulie oh, Dangerously. Any notes from this, really, that sort of stood out? or He just interrupts, because obviously... Not really. I thought he just went on a bit. I, I kind of, like, switched off, if I'm honest. Yeah. 
I, I I loved the, um, you know, I, I won't take much of your time because I, like you, am really looking forward to watching the shooter Dean Malenko versus the surfer Ray Odyssey. <laughs> that, that's never a thought that's crossed my mind. No. Um, um, uh, yeah, so basically he's um, just talking about how they've all made a very d- bad mistake because this is the most dangerous version of the dangerous alliance and you know the 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 tasmaniac tasmanian suplex machine um and stuff and uh of course at any point he could could dial on the 911 which he does on his phone so i'm assuming that he gets a lot of uh uh travel for drop calls to the emergency services ah so I'm pretty sure 911. Do you think anyone was really excited for Dean Malenko, Ray Odyssey? I think Ray Odyssey was excited for Dean Malenko, Ray Odyssey. I think a couple of people were. Do you reckon a couple of people thought, oh, yes. Maybe Ray Odyssey. I'm in the ring with Dean Malenko. It's the surfer's time. <laughs> I'm going to surf on you. It's um, been a year and a bit since we had a surfer champion. It's been now than 15 days. I uh, thought you were going to go bare naked ladies. It's been one week to look at you. It's a Ray Odyssey. Um, yeah, so Dean Malenko versus Ray Odyssey for the ECW television title. It's on the line. And we have a new champion. <sighs> the viewers. No, um, Malenko wins with the clover leaf. Is this the first time we saw him use the Texas clover leaf? Yeah, I think it is. See? Um, first. Yeah. First everywhere. Everyone's got a new finish for Christmas. Raining first. You get a new finish, and you get a new finish, and you get a new finish. Then we get to the match that we're all waiting for. Chris Benoit versus Hack the Hair Myers. Shaw. Sure, 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 can I sure. can I say and feel free to like edit this bit out? But it was really awkward when the crowd started trying to break his neck. Yeah, but no one else hear that but me. No, it was all. But I mean, it's it's really weird. It's, they're playing this up, Saint Chronic, in the sense that that was the finish of the match was, um, and he can't continue. So it was just really weird that that was just kind of like, you know, that's his thing now is he actually legitimately hurts people and um, not in, not in, you know, a, a shooter way because, you know, he's 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 dangerous in a pretend way, not dangerous in a real way like Dean Malenko is in his mm. shooter. Yeah. Dean Malenko's a shooter, don't you know? Yeah. Dean Malenko's trying to hurt people. Chris Benoit's accidentally hurting people um yeah hack gets carried away in a stretcher and dean comes out and attacks hack yep but i heard on the hotline that the hair's all right yeah. oh thank god for that yeah, exactly i didn't have enough money to doll it in and i was like oh my god <laughs> i only had 25 dollars, so by the time that Bad Breed had finished accepting the match. I didn't have enough money left to uh, find out whether Hack the Hair Myers was all right. I was listening in the dollar, payphone. Dollar bills, yo. Dollar, dollar bills. I was listening in the payphone. I was having to put it in. Quarters. Um, 
In-ring promo by Chris Benoit calling out Sabu. Simple but effective. They really want it. He's let him know. Yep. Wasn't a long speech, but straight to the point, so fair play. We're going to get public enemy brawl with Tasmanic and Sabu to end the show after Sabu and Taz yeah. came out to confront with Benoit and Dinko. That's what we like. Same wrestlers in 37 feuds. Yeah, I mean, I... I, I, I mean, I, this obviously was, was something I was aware of. I just hadn't really kind of thought about it. But, yeah, they're, they're feuding with two teams at the same time. Yeah. Which is... Weird. That's why they're stressed. It's because they're the public enemy. No, the public public enemy are only feuding with one team. It's the champions are only feuding with one team. Oh, um, fine. The 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 pretend dangerous man and the real dangerous man are feuding with one team. The good guys are feuding with two teams. Hmm. The good guys who are good guys because they might as well be good guys. They're good guys. Because everyone's a tweener. They are. Tween, tween. Tween, tween. Yeah. What do we think of the show before we get on to our best of, worst of, best of? We did have a dedicated. Did you see the dedicated message at the end of the episode? I did, yeah. Yeah. Which seems enough. He never wrestled in ECW. Apparently, he was going to. He was going to. Um... His ring names went by Art Bar, Beetlejuice, The Intruder, Love Machine, The Juice, no, sorry, The Juicer and The Witcher. Because um, obviously, didn't know who he was, so I had to, like, Google him. I thought that was quite upsetting. Yeah, I think he's, he's most known for his uh, tag team run with Eddie Guerrero. He was only 28. Yeah, sad, man. Like I said, I've seen pictures of him before, but I've never really seen... Loads of his matches, but I thought the episode. Uh, going back, I thought the episode was all right. I, don't, I think it needs to. I, I think what seems to be a common theme with the last like seven or eight episodes is the intro before the intro. It's just really shoddy. Uh, I just don't get it. Um, they are. I don't know. They're still kind of put in the main event at weird times where the main event isn't really at the end of the show and that's a common theme for the whole year really which they need to get right but um obviously we are starting to see the ecw characters through the year that we all know and a few more to come so um high expectations we're sitting there they're slowly like sort of you know the last sort of old-ish ones are sort of like disappearing now and like i said the, the prominent characters of evolving. It's not just like Sandman as a surfer now. It's now Sandman, Sandman that we recognise, mm. and Tommy Dreamer's becoming a lot more Tommy Dreamer that we recognise, and obviously Raven coming up and Sabu. So no, it's um, I'm excited for from '95. Mm. Now '94 was a hell of a year. Should we start with our? Uh, it was a great year. Do you want to start with our best ofs? Go for it. Um, should we do best non wrestling on air talent? I was surprised how deep this category was. 
well, that's why I wanted to get in there because obviously I, I felt like there's there's quite a few options. I think it really was when I started thinking about it. There was so I've got a couple of honourable mentions to it. Um, and thinking about it, I think my one counts. Oh. Um, but I'm suddenly you're gonna, uh, you're gonna say the guy does the size and the crowd, right? Um, the guy who writes the guy with the signs for the side guy. Yeah. And so, um, no. Um, so oh. I, um, uh, I've got honorable mentions to, um, uh, Matty in the house who was big at the beginning of 94 and then obviously has fallen away as we've gone through, Remember. um, at Matt to Matt on Twitter. Stop plugging um, in. Don't deserve it. Still plugging. Oh. And, uh, an honorable mention to a name that I didn't expect to be putting into this category, um, earlier in the year but woman has um rocketed up for me uh but i went for jason who although he did have a couple of matches and held a title uh his best work has been by far as uh the the the, the vocalness for i don't think that counts he's a wrestler yeah i'm, I'm weird about that because he held a title for like two weeks yeah but he still he's had matches for he's the not... rest of the year it was He's best non. Whoa, whoa, whoa. It was best non wrestling, on air talent. Yeah. Otherwise, technically, what you're saying, I could have picked anyone that come out and did a promo one episode. No, because wrestle. they wouldn't be a manager. He's a manager first. He then had to step in because none of his team could get the job done on Mikey Whitbreck. Oh, I'm calling foul. Yeah, I mean, my one sticking to the rules. I've gone for woman. I've Hold on, but for... women's had a wrestling match. Maybe she's not a wrestler. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm safe. I've gone for Jerry Styles. In this day and age, for a commentator to do a solo job and not be with a co-commentator, I think he's done a damn good job. And I, I think, and obviously when it comes to worst, I'll explain a bit more. I think the shows wouldn't be enjoyable without him. So I've gone for Jerry Styles. That's a great shout. He did have a match though. When? I didn't, I just thought. Uh... Thanks. Oh, he's such a miserable bastard, isn't he? Always. <laughs> Good lord, man. <laughs> like it's his gimmick. Do you have Griff as best non wrestling talent of the year? Um, where would you guys like to go to next? Best on the mic. Bang, um, bang, Mick Foley. Uh, Mick Foley's not in it. I went for Cactus Jack because he's actually on the roster. Okay, sorry. Cactus See? Jack. There we go. 1 1. Oh, well, you're a miserable git, aren't you? Move on now. <laughs> Move on now. It's 1 1. I've got. <laughs> now, go on, Mick Foley. He, he's, his problem is never drag, and I don't feel like he's um, going around in circles all the time. Yeah, no, totally. I felt exactly what you're saying. I feel like his promos, they didn't drag. There was a couple where, like, his one against the Sandman and that, where, like I said, this match happened 20 years ago, but I found myself just suddenly really wanting to see this because he spoke, like, and he's the only one I don't really make notes on for promos because I actually get into him so much. So, yeah, I think great shout. I definitely agree with you. Uh Tonight, before God and my father is witness, I declare myself the franchise as the new heavyweight champion of the world. Um, for 
some of the great stuff he's done crossing the line for the 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 um promo he did that uh introduced extreme championship wrestling and and threw away the the nwa championship um such a good promo that uh griff did it um on the episode they are, they are. is that what you're gonna say I was going to say as well. I feel oh, like I feel like I meant, I meant also rather than just as well as. Oh, um, I thought you were going but, to say um, it. But yeah, I, I'm going for Shane Douglas. Oh man, I thought Griff was going to stay there and get best on the mic. I was going. I to, thought that. I thought you had it. Yeah. I thought. <laughs> maybe I'll, maybe when the category are worse. No. No, I've got Griffin tag. Oh. Worst tag. Worst tag with me. No, he's, he's best tag, Griffin, the chip on his shoulder. Oh. <laughs> French fry, dickhead. <laughs> French fry. Oh, can we do a T-shirt with just a French fry on the shoulder? Don't know. French fry, Jersey, yeah. and, uh, Jersey Shore thing. Don't know. Maybe. I don't watch it. We'll get free ECW first, 2025. Um... Best tag team of the year? Easy. It was. Dollar, dollar bill, yo. Dollar, dollar bill. It's got to be the public enemy. Two times times tag team champions. Um, Um, Yeah. Yeah, for everything I hate about them, I've gone for public enemy as well because um, I feel like they've been heavily involved and probably the biggest tag team feuds, like the only tag team feuds. So, there's probably rarely an episode where they didn't appear. Exactly. So, yeah. Um, uh, uh, Public Enemy will come up in my lists in a minute, probably, for tag. Uh, I, I I still loathe what they do. I still loathe Public Enemy and how they set up. I'm still not bought into them. Um, so, uh, they show up quite a lot in my worst of list um but as a tag team that i just enjoyed um and thought were really good and thought moved the story on uh i went for jack (laughs) (laughs) cactus jack and like we were at work i did want it to be like griff said i want it to be scorpio and ron simmons i was hoping who's still doing a promo apparently somewhere i mean it was going to be shane douglas and steve austin i'd had it written in for weeks and just couldn't fucking get it, could I? Had um, to go for the other. Yeah, I, I enjoyed them, but um, yeah, they didn't quite. They just missed out. But I can understand why you went with them because they were great together. And because you understand my sheer dislike of Public Enemy. Yeah, totally. Um, I suppose feud of the year, do you reckon, or best wrestler of the year? Uh, rest of the year should be so till last. All right, so feud, feud of, the of the year. I went for. Um, Sandman Cairo. I went for Sandman Dreamer. I went for Sandman Cairo. Oh. Because as much as I enjoy the, the Dreamer one, my thing is you don't get there without the... Um, Cairo. Yeah. The, what you made me do. Yeah. Um, and it was so enjoyable. Pay stop. your bills, Cairo. Pay your bills. Stop oh. breaking my beer, Cairo. Stop fucking my wife up the ass. Cairo. 
I feel that was said. You have to have your mates rights so you could fuck my wife up the ass and you've still not paid your bills. Cairo. Pay your dental bills, Cairo. Pay your dental bills. Yes, I understand that. It works. Um, yeah. Best wrestler of the year. I've gone for someone who's won titles in dual divisions. Oh, Whitbrack. I went for Whitbrack. Go to Smith. Whitbrack, TV champion. For the longest period, I do believe. Didn't you and just take absolutely champion. bitch on him of all the time he was the, the, the champion? You hated watching his matches. Do you want to go back and we, we find the stuff where you said the light public enemy promos? Yeah, it's my turn to talk. The, the one, the one <laughs> time I said, and I think, and I'll check, but I think you weren't even on that fucking show. Um, no, there was one public enemy promo I said I liked. You spent months bitching about how he continues to lose but wins and keeps his title. It doesn't mean you don't appreciate what the man did. <laughs> I don't. I didn't realise this like, list like, would cause so much controversy. It's 1994. It's Pete Check fucking all over again. <laughs> trying to, every, every, every question trying to get a clever little... little... Yes, move on. Go on, what's yours, Paul? Uh, I went for Tommy Dreamer. Interesting. Good call. Because basically I feel like it it was massive for him. He went into the year as just another name. He's teamed up with Terry Funk. He's now teaming with Cactus Jack. Um, He's had the Sandman blinding him angle. He was caned by Sandman over and over saying, can I have another? He kicked out of the Superfly Splash for the first time. This is all in the same year. And he, last year he jumped over and missed everybody and made me laugh. So he's ticked all the boxes. So um, I wanted yeah. to go with Cactus Jack, but I just felt Tommy Dreamer had a big year. That's a good shout. Uh, I went with uh, the evolution of the Sandman. Yeah, that uh, makes sense as well to watch him move from the goofy surfer gimmick with Miss Peaches to one of the most enthralling things on this every time he's out there um, has just been incredible to watch him throughout the year. And, uh, yeah, so one of my favourite acts and therefore my favourite wrestler. Yeah, I think they're all great shouts, to be honest. I think Whipwreck, Dreamer... Sandman, you could actually could even sort of do a notable mention to people like Cactus Jack. I think they've all had amazing years. But if you go back to 1993, it probably been a lot harder to pick one. So it proves how much they're coming along. Eddie Gilbert. Eddie Gilbert. Um, I mean, interestingly, again, none of us have picked the champion. I, I think it's because we don't really see any matches from him. And we, we, I remember about three matches, but apart from that, a lot of promos, it's good, but I, I don't know if it's because I know he gets he so much better. His own voice. I just think he just keeps talking. Yeah, I can see him winning the award in the future, but um, yeah, this time he, mm. he's not the character's not developed enough for me to really. I think for the year, we've probably seen like 10 matches from him. Yeah, so yeah, I just he'll get it in the future, but he's not just there yet. So we're now going to run for a quick worst of um, worst non-wrestling on-air talent. 
Virgin Princess Angel. Pointless shit over it. Next. I, I went for, and you have to help me out here because I tried to find it. I couldn't. Santa Claus? Who the hell was doing commentating for like two episodes while Joey Styles was away? Oh, I don't know, but I know I remember it. Because this is what made Joey Styles even more important on the mic. So I thought someone else came on. And, was and it was absolutely... I hated it. Yeah. So every year is well done, you got an award. I think that was Virgin Princess Angel as well. Probably her husband. <laughs> um, I had an honourable mention of Virgin Princess Angel. Uh, partly for her Virgin Princess Angel shtick. Uh, and partly for when she was Mr. Hughes' girlfriend. Um, earlier on in the year. Um, you said you thought she was amazing earlier on in the year. She really pulled the whole promo together. Story makes sense. Can we have a notable mention to Santa Claus? The, does that count? And the guitar player. And the guitar player. Oh, the guitar <laughs> player should have fucking won it. Oh, my God. Restart the old uh, journey. But I went for Todd Gordon. Oh, controversial. Oh. He just he just creates more problems than someone who's meant to be in that position causes. He's just pointless in what he does. He he throws the the book at Public Enemy and they shrug and just get on with it. Um, he just there is not one point where he's tried to be the the, the authority figure and has looked anything other than a prick. Well, the fact that, what was it, last week, there was a pull-apart or a rundown and he sort of got involved and was just pulling people away rather than saying, hey, I run this place, fucking stop it. Yeah. So, yeah. Throughout. Um, what was the next one we did? Was it Mike or Tag Team? I think it was uh, Mike. Yeah, probably. Uh, worse than the mic, mine is Scorpio. Uh, basically, like I said, the first 30 seconds of his promos are enjoyable, but I don't completely blame it on him, but he has to get the blame. I think his promos probably went on a bit too long and he just started rambling at the end. So, hey, 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 this Scorpio. Ha! My, mine is... Tommy Cairo, because I can't stop staring <laughs> at his fucking gap in his teeth. I just the worst thing people did was let that guy talk. See, Tommy Cairo is is hugely bad, um, and you know, my love for Tommy Cairo in the first few uh, months months of ECW is is you know on record. Um, but his 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 talking is hugely bad. Um, the saving grace is he's cut exactly three promos in an entire year. Um, no, the eating, more than that. The eating peaches one, uh, the virgin princess one, and the one where he introduced uh, when when he kind of um, called them out after uh, uh, getting involved in the feud. Um, he what he hasn't done is spent. 20 odd minutes every sodding episode talking oh. bullshit about random things making jokes that weren't funny 
taking the piss out of everything that's meant to be serious and therefore just no selling everything and um, right. and and just quoting uh rap lyrics badly so public enemy for the first but not the last time in this list come and collect your award oh sh- shots fired that's fine. Um, in a completely unrelated segue, let's do worst tag team of the year. And Public Enemy, stay on stage to collect your second award. Shut <laughs> up. You put Public Enemy on top of the Pitbulls. Yes. Oh, I must. Yeah, the Pitbulls. The Pitbulls are pointless, but they aren't. They haven't dominated the show for a year with their stupidity and pointlessness. I think their matches are really good, the public enemy. And yeah, yeah, you 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 give your little pointless awards out, it's fine. Um I'm going, <laughs> okay. for, I'm going for the pit bulls. Really good argument, well done. Um I... there's no argument with you. It's fine. We'll leave it. <laughs> I'm still waiting for your reply as to why Rick Rude shouldn't be in the, the Hall of Fame. Oh, as I said, I'm <laughs> No one will know about that reference. It's all over the place. <laughs> it's craziness. Um, I've gone for the bad breed. It's a whole bunch. They've all been neff, really, aren't they? So yeah. yeah, bad breeds. Just, just get it. I don't need to justify it. Watch the show. You see, a few good men. Well, yeah, apparently. And then and feuding with pit bulls for the whole year. That's got to end. Um. <laughs> Speaking of which, worst feud of the year. This was pretty straightforward to me. Nine one one versus Mr. Hughes. I did that. I found that really hard to find any other feud that I hated. And I yeah, nine one one and Mr. Hughes was what I put. Yeah. It was a really good call. Um I'd forgotten about that one. But yeah, stay on stage, versus... public enemy, because <laughs> you versus the Bruise Brothers was fucking awful. Oh. It was. It was. We're um, going to introduce the, this this vicious team that you're going to because this is your punishment, and then you just laugh at them and beat them. Yeah. But I still have to sit through six weeks of TV or or two months of TV, hearing how vicious and amazing this team is, and how I should care that they're challengers still, when actually they're just beaten every single fucking time. Crazies. Pure crazy. And finally, our worst wrestler of the year. The franchise, Shane Douglas. Worst? Oh, I was just trying to do a J. Of course not. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I went for Chad Austin. They tried to turn him heel. I had no idea why they tried to give him a little Bad push job. and more TV time. Um, and then he came out. I wouldn't even mind if I could hear what he's saying on the microphone to kind of piss off the crowds. Um, oh, then he did the turn on, um, I don't know, yeah, Chad Austin just pissed me off. Why give him more screen time? Yeah. yeah. That's a great shout. Um, yeah. I went for Matt Bourne, the Bourne again doink. Oh, that must have hurt you. Um, I wanted it so bad. And... It was, he maybe did one good promo to start it off with, and then it just became sort of rambles, and his match with Scorpio was just awful, and then he was gone. 
Yeah. And I just thought, wow, you've left me thinking, but for all the wrong reasons. You've left you with a bad taste in your mouth. (laughs) (laughs) Jay is... Stay on on stage. Um, (laughs) I went a little bit literal with this. So the worst wrestler, 911. He's he's fucking awful. I mean, you know, he got out of breath doing a bear hug. Joe, yeah, I I can, yeah, I can, I can say that. It's it's a little bit more of a literal thing, um, because I couldn't work out which one public enemy to give the award to. Sure, I uh, nearly I nearly gave him best rest of the year because he was undefeated the whole year. So I thought, you know, but I really didn't mean it. <laughs> I just thought it was a solid argument. Yeah, it is. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, no, makes sense. He, he he does get out of breath breathing. So. I mean, even to the star. point where he's meant to kind of slow the match down so that Sabu, who's legitimately just fractured ribs by hitting a guardrail can just get his breath so he can do the rest of the match and can't even throw some punches in the way of someone like Cactus Jack. Um, yeah, just, just, yeah, painful. Yeah. Well, that brings us to the end of the show, everyone. Thank you very much for listening. Make sure you like, subscribe, share. Go to at underscore sports arena on Instagram and Twitter. And come back next week for more ECW stuff. If you want to go to zazzle.co.uk or .com, have a look for t-shirts, search sports arena, because we're there. That's the thing. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you very much. Everyone's been quiet. That's because Chris just reading the song I've sent through. Oh, we're doing the song again. We're doing the song again. Oh, jeez. So, um... Oh, uh, man, nah. <laughs> <laughs> so we saw the Pitbulls training, and they were training hard because they knew that, like mm. our own Pitbull of this day and age, it's going down. Griff? <laughs> Surely just one verse. <laughs> take, take it away. It's going down. I'm yelling, Timber. You better move. You better. I can't want to keep singing Pitbull. I can't. Go <laughs> where your heart takes me. Oh. It's going down. I'm yelling, Timber. You better move. You better <laughs> dance. Let's make a night. You won't remember. remember. I'll be the one. You won't forget. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> the bigger they are, the harder they fall. Boop, boop, boop. This biggity boy is a diggity dog. I have them like Marley Cyrus, clothes off, twerking <laughs> in their bras and thongs. Timber. Face down, booty up. Timber. Timber. That's where we like the what? Timber. Timber. I'm slicker than an oil spill. She says she won't, but I bet she will. Timber. Timber. Public Enemy Roll. Thank you very much. Bye.